foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. You know, there used to be a time when we could insulate from the decay of this world. We just didn't go and participate in the things that the world was doing. So there was an insulation, a protection from what was going on. But now the moral decay has become so great that it is infiltrating every part of our lives. And so, Sharon, is there any foundation or are we sinking in quicksand? Well, I think a lot of Christians are really sinking in quicksand because things are not just going the way we we hoped that they would go. Or that we thought God promised yes. they would go. Yes, and we have to make sure that we don't allow the enemy to incorporate his lie over the truth of what God says in Proverbs 23, 7. And he basically just tells us that as a person thinks in their heart, so are they. Hmm. That's how they're going to know their identification of who they are. Well, I tell you, Janie, for a long time, we have been taught to have self-confidence, even in the Christian world. There has been a self-confidence teaching and promotion. Mm -hmm. But when, when we can be confident in Christ, that's when we can stand. Well, and the Lord has told us one of the ways that he's going to help promote that is what he said in Hebrews 12, 26 and 27, where he says, Once more, I shake not only the earth, but also the heaven indicates the removal of things that are being shaken so that the things that can't be shaken may remain and we will have a found have a foundation and the world has been shook before in the past tense according to Hebrews 12 uh, verse 25 but he says there's going to need to be another shaking and we know that during the tribulation there will be a shaking like this world has never known yeah but we do kind of hear the um, rattlings of an earthquake as we live in today's world. And, you know, we see that in Luke twenty-one twenty-six. It says that men's hearts fail them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then it goes on. He, he, he says, take Take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighted down. And it's so hard because you've got old ways of thinking that must change. Mm-hmm. You've got the younger people who are raising families and growing families, and they are having people dictate to them what they can do with their families by yeah. people that have never known their kids. Oh, it's awful. And yeah. and, and they are doing it for all the wrong reasons, right. and yet you ha- don't have the freedom to take care of the, your own children that God has given right. you. Yeah. 
and that results in some aggressiveness and maybe going passive and throwing in the towel. So but- you think about that. You you gave two separate things. We're going passive and throwing in the towel, or we're getting super aggressive. Where is the balance in between that? Well, I have to go back to what the Lord said first of all, as he did say, if you will love me with all your heart and mind and soul and your neighbors and yourself, that cannot be shaken. Mm. He also says in John thirteen thirty five, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. And obviously, we are so confused on what God says we are to do in loving. I think that's probably because the world has such a wrong definition of what love is. And Christian society has really taken on the same definition as the world. And so there doesn't seem to be a division between the world's thinking on love and and the biblical scriptural definition of love. So we really don't know how to be God's children because we don't know the scriptures, right? You know, Sharon, what I find constantly in visiting with so many different people is a lot of people are really starting to turn to the scriptures because other philosophies and laws are not working. And that's not only in our town or or our state. It's in our nation. It's in our world. Right. So... I love what the Lord says. Look, you've got the birth pains of another great shaking. And so love will remain if we do what he says to make him as our priority. So that's where you can start to check your heart. And we need to recognize that when we have too much on our brains, that adds to confusion. And Mm -hmm. since we're living in a world now that Information overload. Yes, Mm -hmm. and the information can't be trusted from one week Mm -hmm. or one month. I recently remember a lady who had influence during the days of the earlier part of our COVID and how she was making up rules as she went out of her own mind, and now she has had guilt. Hmm. So we're seeing that we have trusted authorities that cannot be trusted. But we're finding out that Jesus Christ cannot be shaken because he is all in all. Uh, The scriptures tell us that he formed the world. He created all things. And by him, all things exist. So what I was hoping that we might do, Sharon, is just look at a couple of priorities that the scriptures tell us cannot be shaken. Oh, okay. And then we can build from that. So this will give us some ground to stand on when we feel that shaking coming on. That's right. That is right. So we won't be knocked down and twisted about. And the first thing that we have to accept by faith, because the scriptures have said that we must accept what we can't see, but, but what is still real by faith. And it's impossible to please God without your faith. So let's just start off with 2 Timothy 2.15 and 2 Timothy 3.16. Okay. Where it tells us that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in the right way of living. So basically we know that we have to accept by faith the word of God. Well, Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, 
and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Then the Lord makes it very clear that our spirit is top priority. A lot of times because of all of the uh, illnesses that we've experienced in the last few years, our body is the top priority. Top priority. Yeah. And I'm empathetic with bodies mm-hmm. that don't want to respond. But we have to recognize that the limitation of the body sometimes is to get our attention about our soul and spirit. Right. So we're and body, soul, and spirit. We, uh, Sharon, we are a three-part being. Yeah. And the spirit must be what dominates because it is our spirit communicating with the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of the living God, that we know we can stand on and listen to what he says. And in 1 Corinthians six seventeen, it says, He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Mm. And when we choose to go against his known will, that's going to hinder our communication with him. So it's very important that we protect our spirit. And we can do that by knowing the scriptures. So when our physical body becomes our top priority... And then we say, I can't hear God, or I feel so distant from God. So that could be some of why we're maybe feeling distant. If that's what somebody is saying today, then we need to do what? We need to be willing to worship because that is how we get to know him. Okay. So basically, man was created for worship. Right worship is essential to the well-being and balance. And by the way, the wrong worship can cause serious spiritual, emotional, and physical harms in our behavior. So what do you mean by that? I mean that um, if So we we can worship God wrongly? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We can worship Him from our natural being. We can let music so influence our emotions that we are just swayed and almost gone into a trance just listening to the music. And by the way, the music can be very beautiful. But if that is a substitute for hearing the Holy Spirit, then that's a detriment. So we can worship him in our soul, in our emotions? Yes, yes. I'm not saying that that's the correct way of worship. Now, let's. No, no, no. That's what I meant. So that's the wrong way, right? Yes. Because John 4:24 says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Now, if my spirit is hungry for a true relationship, Father God is going to see that that gets filled. Okay. But then he tells us we have to be responsible for how we allow the outside influences influence our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions that we don't trip over in listening to a certain type of music that you know you're probably not going to find in heaven. Right, right, right. So that goes back to guarding our gates, our eye gates, our ear gates immersing ourselves in the scriptures, having faith in the word of God, knowing its truth, giving more attention to the spiritual health and our walk with the Lord so that when that shaking comes that we can stand confident in Christ. 
And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-Hearts.org.